Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. It's another episode of the Advisor Arena Podcast. I'm here with Josh Watson. Hi, Josh. Hello, Jamie. How are you today? I'm great. Can't complain. We've got three specific tools to talk about today. And I like it when we have really specific, tangible things, because I think it's easy to really latch on to and say, hey, that's something that I could go use immediately in my practice. So I'm excited about this one today. Yes. Great topic today. Everything is uh, very actionable, um, easy to pull off. And so I think it's timely. Uh, Always makes sense this time of year to go through this subject. So uh, excited to roll it out to everybody. And I think we always come away from the roundtable every year with a reminder of some of these best tools that have been shared over the years. So these are not new necessarily, but I know I heard about one of these um, at the roundtable that I was at this year. And I thought, oh gosh, I haven't talked about that forever. That's such a good reminder to go back and share some of these things that we know work really well. That may be you know, one of those things works so well, I, I stopped doing it. We're all guilty of that, right? Oh, totally, totally. That's why it's always, it's good to have a little refresher like this um, and go through these things. So that's okay, why so we do it. It's three letters, each with a different purpose, but letters that the financial advisor would send to a prospect. And I think this is human nature, right? Anytime that we know we're about to lose something, we're like, well, wait, I might need that later or I might want to use that later. Oh gosh, I better know this is the kick in the pants I needed to move forward, which is kind of what all of these letters are designed to do just at different stages in the process. So first one, the purge letter. What do you think about the purge letter? Explain a little bit about what it is, I guess, first. So I guess, uh, yeah, so this would be this would be a letter that you would you would send to somebody. Uh, Maybe they came to a seminar. um, You actually met with them, had maybe that first appointment, second appointment, whatever it may be. But they just didn't, for whatever reason, move forward. And so what this purge letter is designed to do is to reengage with that that prospect hopefully uh, get them back in the office. And really, um, at the end of the day, uh, the letter asks the, you know, the person, hey, we, we've still got some of your information on file. What should we do with it? Should we go ahead and hold on to it? You're coming back in. Should we destroy your financial info, uh, remove you from our system? You know, what should we do? Let us know how we should move forward. So it's a really um, uh, to the point, direct letter, and it works great. And I think one of the key items on there is it says, you know, ask them to take action. What would you like us to do with your personal financial information that we have on file? So it almost forces them to say either, yes, shred my file or no, keep it on on file. I'm so sorry. I lost track of time or I got busy or something came up. But the feedback that we're getting from advisors is it does work very well to get a uh, and get them to take action one way or another. And I believe the verbiage in there with the, um, do you want us to shred your financial information says something along the lines of, but keep your name on our list for invite to future events. So they still a little bit keep the door open in there. Like we may want to reach out to you in the future, but 
I know the feedback that I've gotten from advisors is it works really well to get them to re-engage. So that's an easy one, right? I mean, you could go through your database and say, gosh, look at all these people that I've dripped on for the last year. They haven't done anything. They haven't responded to anything. I've, I've kept them on my drip email list. I've sent them a book. I've sent them a newsletter. I've, you know, we've called, we've invited to other events. It's time now to send the purge letter and ask them what they'd like us to do with their file. Yes. And, and you could even send it, I mean, send it to 10, 10 prospects a month. You know, that's a hundred people, uh, 120 people that uh, you would touch throughout the year with this letter. And so, Hey, you get one or two of them, uh, totally worth it. Yep. That's a good point. You don't have to, it's not all or nothing. You don't have to say, Oh gosh, I got to set a time aside to go through my entire database and see who I should send this to pick out a few and just send some of these monthly and get in the habit of doing that. Um, we do have a copy of this one that actually came from an advisor that created it, I believe. I don't think Gradient can take credit for this. This is something that one of our advisors shared at a previous roundtable, and it was so popular, it just snowballed into, can I get that letter? Can I get that letter? Can I get that letter? And he said, sure, you know, send it out to anybody. Um, and one of the things I think he put on there was as a call to action, like if they do say, you know, yeah, I'm just not ready to move forward, go ahead and shred my information at this time. He reminds them of, you know, I've got a radio show. You're always welcome to follow me on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if you're not ready yet, but you want to revisit your commerce score, your color money risk score, you can go out here. So there's always a little call to action with all of that communication as well. So it's a good one. Very popular. Easy to do. Like you said, very popular and it works. Okay. So second letter, the apology letter. Now, this, this is a little bit different, right? So this isn't maybe hey, we've kept, you know, kept your, what are we going to do? We've had all this information and we're going to now either have to shred your file or um, give us a call and let us know if you're ready to move forward. Explain how the apology letter differs in your mind. Yeah. So the, I guess the, uh, the apology letter um, in my mind, you're, you're, I guess you're kind of taking on some of the responsibility uh, a little bit for things not moving forward. And that's what you're asking for. You're more asking for feedback as to, hey, what could we have done differently? Where did, where did we go wrong here? Is, the, is there a question we didn't answer? You know, what did we miss? Um, and so it's more, I would say, like a feedback letter to re-engage in that way. And I think the biggest difference here is the purge letter to me puts up more on them. Like we did mm-hmm. all these things. Now, what should we do with all this financial information? The apology letter is more, you know, I owe you an apology somewhere along the lines, myself, my staff, we drop the ball. We either, you know, miss something that was important to you. We didn't answer a question thoroughly feedback is important to us. We always want to get better. You know, my apologies, please tell me, you know, what we can do to improve so we don't make the same mistake again. And again, you know, oddly enough, a lot of people feel the need to respond and say, oh my gosh, no, you didn't do anything wrong. You were great. You know, it's, this is just life happens. And so the feedback from the advisors is rarely does somebody say, yeah, you really screwed this one up or yeah, I just was not impressed with you at all. It's usually never that, but it prompts people into, oh my gosh, I got to call and get feedback and let them know, you know, certainly wasn't anything you did. I just got busy. And then of course, naturally you just start re-engaging and that Mm -hmm. one has been very popular as well. So that's always a 
a big one. And I think the, the call to action is easy on that. It's just, you know, we're open to any feedback and they list the number and must always call in and say, gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, no, right. you, didn't do any, you didn't miss anything. And I think this is a really good one to send to, you know, you've got somebody, they're moving forward, you know, following your appointment process. And then all of a sudden they miss that third or fourth appointment or whatever it may be. Can't get them back on the phone. This is what I would send to them. I think the apology letter to me, this comes long before the purge letter, right? The apology letter is Mm -hmm. like, okay, we were, I felt like we were moving forward or, you know, you set an appointment you backed out or you had a closing appointment. Then it was, I want to think about it. You know, this is, I would say within a few months of starting the process, like something went sideways and Mm -hmm. we want to ask them for feedback and say, I apologize. That must've been on me. Whereas the purge letter is like, you know, we've been on a drip campaign here for a year. We've given plenty of time to reach out and re-engage. Now, what should we do with your file? So to me, apology mm-hmm. letters comes first. That's your first step. Purge letter is later. I would agree 100% with that. So, Final letter, feedback letter. Yes. Similar to the apology letter, but different. How do you see this one being used? So this one, I would say this is for, uh, let's say somebody attended maybe one of your seminars. Um, everybody else set an appointment, but they didn't. Um, this would be a good letter that you could you could send out to them um, just to try and re-engage that person. To me, this is somebody stalls out right away, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. they registered for a seminar, but didn't show up, or they attended the seminar and then silence, or... Maybe you're at a client, maybe you hold a client appreciation event and one of your clients introduces you to somebody and you talk a little bit and then they don't respond to anything ever. The feedback letter is very soft. You know, it's very much like, hey, you recently attended a seminar, you came to an event, I appreciate that so much. I believe that the only way we get better is by taking feedback from you on areas that we can improve. You know, what, what could we do or what could we have done to make the event more enjoyable or for you to take away, you know, something that would be more impactful for you. So you can kind of customize that to whatever the scenario is in which you engaged with them, but that's a very soft kind of like the apology letter, but you're not apologizing. You're just saying, Hey, we get better from honest, direct feedback from people like you. We appreciate you so much that you came to this event or you responded to this or whatever. What can we do to get better? And again, that's when we're advisors are saying, I'm amazed, but people are, you know, they're, they're so quick to reply to say, oh, here, no, the event was great or, you know, whatever the case may be, but you don't need to get very many of those as a win to make a simple letter that goes out in the mail worthwhile. I would agree. And it does help. I mean, uh, you're going to get some good, honest feedback. Maybe there's, you're, you're not talking about something that, uh, you know, people want to hear about. So yeah. uh, it's also a great way just to, to improve your content and what you're putting out there. Um, so that, you know, if there are other people just like that person, you know, you're not going to miss them at the next one. So, uh, you know, that's a, a that's a really good point because I have heard this letter above all others. I have heard some advisors say, you know, I, I did actually get some really good feedback on the event and it wasn't anything necessarily negative, but it was, you know, something they were like, oh, that's a really good idea. Or yeah, I should have done that. Or, you know, maybe somewhere where they missed connecting afterwards where it was like, oh no, I, I just, I thought this, you know, just some miscommunication on mm-hmm. how they thought, you know, what they thought was going to happen 
was going to happen. So again, those three letters, I think the key to remember with all of those is you really want to make sure you have a call to action, like anything in marketing. This right. might be this might be one of those things that you think it's easy just to say, you know, any feedback's appreciated or sorry, we dropped the ball somewhere or, you know, what do you want us to do with your file? Be really specific with the mm -hmm. action that you want them to take. I think the purge letter more likely to be a call in, you know, call the office. What do you want us to do with this information? The apology letter uh, that can be, I think, anyway, I know I've had advisors that have said, email me, call me, you know, that can kind of go either way because probably it's more personal. You know, they feel like, oh, gosh, I just got this mm -hmm. letter from John, who I met with three times and, you know, then didn't follow through with. I feel like I should email him or call him rather than the purge letters, more like I'll just call the office if I really want them to purge my file and talk to the, you know, the assistant. So I think you can be, you can kind of decide how you want them to do that, but have some kind of very specific direction and don't give them five options. You know, don't mm -hmm. say you can go to our website and submit this. You can email us, you can direct message us, you can fill out this survey, you can call one, maybe an alternate course of action that you want them to take. Agree. Keep it simple. Don't make it difficult. And just, hey, if they'll, if for me at least, I would prefer really for all three of them, but it's just me and my personal opinion that they would call the office. But um, that's just me. It's going to be a little more personal uh, doing it that way. But like you said, email, survey, you can do any of them. And if it's call the office, I think tell them who to ask for. Mm -hmm. You know, if you it's want them to call you, say call the office tell Becky that you need to speak to me or, you know, whatever the case is, they don't, you, what you don't want is for them to say, well, I was going to call, but I wasn't really sure who to ask for. I didn't want to bother you if this wasn't your thing. And, you know, I don't know if I call the assistant, it's just going to be like, what did you get? You know, so be really specific right. with the call to action. And that makes it much easier. You would think, you know, I think the mistake that we make in communication in general, but definitely in marketing is we mm -hmm. think, we think, people know what we want them to do. And we have to be really, really specific and intentional with what steps to take next. You're exactly right. I, that's, that's probably the biggest issue when it comes to business, just period. You know, everybody, it's communication. So you need to be very specific on that. So I am going to share something that I think all three of these things have in common, which I know you really liked years ago. We actually did internal training and the trainer that came in was one of our keynote speakers at Summit years and years ago. Tom Schaff, he did Big Swift Kiff. <laughs> I yep. love it too. So good. Our still advisors loved him. Still use it. And really his whole premise is about effectively communicating, getting to a yes or a no faster, whatever it is, like, don't let it hang out there and keep circling and circling and circling. Some people are prospects for you and some aren't. And one of the key things that he talked about was a pattern interrupt. And you love the pattern interrupt. To me, this is just a pattern interrupt, right? Stopping them from the same old thing that the way that they expect this is going to go and just throwing a, a wrench into it where, you know, we kind of come to a screeching halt and go, oh gosh, I need to address this. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what a letter does. You get it. You're like, oh, well, I wonder why, you know, this 
financial advisor is sending me this and then yeah you're going to read it and take action on it it does it interrupts it uh uh they don't expect to get it and that's what it's designed to do so get some thinking get them get them to call you and so that's uh exactly what you want want to happen but you're right the pattern interrupt it's all about the pattern interrupt and uh just catching somebody off guard is really what it is we should go back and find all of his training material on the pattern interrupt and do a whole podcast yeah. on options for that. It was really good. Like just in conversation of the conversations, not quite going how you want it to go. Or if they're starting to take things off track and you're like, that's not at all where this needs to go. That pattern interrupt is like a, a reset where you regain control of the whole communication and it's impressive. All right. We're going to, we promise to come back to that because that's something everybody can use. We'll have to refresh a good ourselves topic. a little on that. Yeah. Yes, that'd be a good one to do a show on for sure. Okay. Maybe so even I mean, get even maybe even get Tom Shop on the uh, on the podcast with us. He's a riot. So that would awesome. be that would be amazing. We should reach out to him because he is he is good stuff. He would keep everybody entertained for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So <laughs> great idea. Okay, so I'm going to give very specific instructions on the next steps that I want you all to take if you want these three letters. If you're watching us on YouTube, you see our email that's running across the bottom. It's the advisor arena at gradientib.com. If you're not watching us on YouTube, if you're listening to this, wherever you listen to podcasts, go check us out on YouTube. Josh and I have a banner. Our faces are up here now where you can watch us talk to each other. I mean, it's exciting stuff. So you should definitely check out the YouTube channel. We have like three followers. I don't want to brag. And, and be sure and like like our channel and subscribe. Yeah. Don't I mean, forget that. I will say that I get lots of emails from people that are like, oh, I, I listened to this or I did this, but I want to say, okay, well, subscribe to that or maybe, you know, a <laughs> like or a follow. That'd be great. <laughs> so for those of you that do, you know, follow us on YouTube, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, all the places that we're at, we do thank you. We appreciate the support. We want to keep bringing you good content. So if you want these three letters, email the advisor arena at gradientib.com. Just tell us you'd like the three letters. We'll get them over to you. And we'll be back to you next week with more tips, right? Always, always. That's the goal. Bring good tips, good shows every week. You know it. All right. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, everybody, for joining. We'll see you next week. Thank you.